0: Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of Lingocast, the podcast of your language journey. Eliseo here and today's topic is the Cyrillic alphabet and how to use it effectively like we use our mother tongue's alphabet. But before we go deeper in the topic, don't forget to follow us on social media and in your favorite podcast platform. If you want to have online classes with tutors and in many different languages, you can usually do it using our sponsor, italki. And if you use the link in our description box, you can receive $10 to using classes in the platform after you make an accumulated purchase amount of $20. You just need to click, register, and start booking your lessons. Once completed, it's time to talk about Cyrillic. In June, I started learning Russian, and I started from its alphabet. Many people were telling me that Cyrillic is extremely hard, and it's not easy to use another alphabet like this one. But on the other hand, some other people were telling me that it was so easy that it could be learned in one day. Is it that hard to use? Can we call it the Russian alphabet? Where is it used? It's not only used in Russian, but for more than 50 languages from different family groups in many different countries and to comprehend better this writing system, we need to understand its origins. Therefore, I invited my linguist friend, Marina Lamanosova, to tell us about the history of this alphabet. Hi, Mari!
1: Hello, hello everyone! Elisio, thank you so much for having me. The Cyrillic alphabet is a writing system developed in the 19th-10th century CE for Slavic-speaking peoples of the Eastern Orthodox faith. The Cyrillic alphabet is named after the brothers Cyril and Methodius, the creators of the Glagolic alphabet. Glagolitic was the first Slavic alphabet. The main purpose of the Cyrillic alphabet was required to translate Byzantine religious books into Slavic and spread Christianity. Based on the Greek alphabet system, the brothers created the Slavic alphabet. Developed, apparently, by 863, The alphabet was called Glagolitic. and this name came from the Old Slavic word Glagolit, which means to speak. But the Cyrillic alphabet was created at the beginning of the 10th century. To the Greek alphabet, which consisted of 24 letters, 19 letters were added to indicate the sounds of Slavic languages, which didn't exist in the Greek. And since the 10th century Cyrillic began to be written in Russian region. From the 10th to 14th century, writing had the form of rounded and capital letters. Also, there wasn't space between words. From the 14th century appeared a system of punctuation marks and diacritical marks. And until the 18th century, capital letters developed because of the unification of lands. The outline of letters became smoother and some letters got decorative elements. Further. The alphabet and fonts were reformed, so in seventeen ten a new civil form was approved. As a result of this reform, most of the letters acquired the same size, which greatly simplified reading. But the Latin letters s and i were also introduced into use, but the development of the alphabet continued. In the second half of the 18th century, the unnecessary old letters were removed, and the old combinations of sounds were replaced with new ones. In 1910, an academic font was developed and included the elements of Russian fonts of the 18th century, plus Latin font Sorbonne. But already in 1917, a reform took place again, in which Latin letters and two old letter names were removed. Since that time, the Cyrillic has acquired a modern look that we can see now. That's all from my side. Now let's check the tips prepared.
0: you prepared. Thank you for the clarification and to share with us many interesting facts about today's topic. As Marina said, I prepared some tips to help you use Cyrillic in a more effective way in your target language. And the first tip regards the initial approach. Identifying which letter corresponds to each sound usually isn't an issue at all, especially if you already speak a Slavic language, which uses the Latin alphabet, like Polish, Croatian, or Czech, for example. For sure, you may come across letters which do not have any match in your language, like the soft or the hard signs, for example. But don't worry, you should be able to learn it in a matter of few days, and you'll be prepared to continue your language journey. Some people, Prefer to start learning adapting to their alphabet, but in the long term may lead to some difficulties while using Cyrillic. Try to have contact with it from day one. Another very common issue also regards reading. If you expect to read right away in Cyrillic, like you read in your alphabet, you may be a bit frustrated. In the beginning, the reading will probably be very slow and you may not be able to read with fluency. So, our second tip is about reading. The more you read, the more you get used to the alphabet, and to the pronunciation of its sounds. It takes time, and it's normal. You can try to read out loud every day and get more exposure to this alphabet. You may notice that you are uncoding something, but with time, you will start to read more fluently and naturally. But when it comes to read cursive Cyrillic, things start to get more challenging. Have you seen how people handwrite using Cyrillic? That's quite different, and you may give some attention to it as well. Perhaps you won't have many opportunities to read in the handwritten Cyrillic. But it's very useful to know it either. You can ask some friends to send you handwritten messages, for example. We never know when it will be needed to use this skill. And if you learn how to read, you will probably have to learn how to write in cursive Cyrillic. Then comes our third tip, writing. There are very useful tips on YouTube that can show you exactly how natives do it, letter by letter. I know it can seem like you are a child learning how to handwrite from scratch, but it will also help you with your reading. I personally like to take notes on a paper sheet, so I have the opportunity to practice the reading as well while I'm writing. You can also take some text from the internet and try to just handwrite them in your notebook, for example. Then you can send it to a friend to check how well it was written and to check if it's comprehensible. However, nowadays we may not write as often as in the past. We type much more often instead. And this is what our last tip is about. When I started learning Russian, it was so annoying how long it was taking to type simple messages that I preferred to use voice typing instead. But it wasn't a good approach from my side, because I was avoiding practicing the typing skills. It's important to get used to Cyrillic keyboard and to the location of each key. If you don't have a Cyrillic keyboard in your laptop or PC, you can print it and look at it when you are typing something. Some more attractive options can be stickers for the keys with the Cyrillic letters. Or, if you don't want to modify your device in any way, you can also buy a keyboard cover for it. You may easily find these options online, and they may help you to type more easily and get used to interacting using the Cyrillic alphabet. If you practice at least a bit a day, I'm pretty sure that after some months, you'll be able to type a lot of without even looking at the keys. And how about you? Have you learned any language that uses the Cyrillic alphabet? How do you find using it? Let us know by answering the question on the podcast platform. You can also reach us via Instagram to leave feedback or ask questions. Let us know what topic you would like to listen in the following episodes. And if you want to have Russian classes with Marina, I will leave her contact below in the description box. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to this episode. See you next week and enjoy your language journey.